Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au. So this week we're talking about endodontic access and rubber dam. One of the things Dr. Matthew Yusuf wants to introduce here is using rubber dam and how you set it up for your endodontic access. And this is something that is actually different the way I'd been doing it before and something that's already helped me out. So I hope this tip can be really useful. How do you find endo access, Bridget? I think it was probably one of the biggest things I struggled with when I first started working. Like, you know, I think we're all a bit hesitant to you know, keep on going deeper and deeper into the tooth. Um, I actually do use multiple um, holes in my rubber dam when I do do endodontics because I just find I can see a lot more when I take my radiographs and just when I'm working as well. It sounds like you're one step ahead. (laughs) (laughs) One hole ahead. (laughs) One one hole ahead. Uh, Endoaxis is still something that definitely makes my heart rate go up a little bit. So um, any tips in that area, always welcome. And this week, the tip is from Dr. Matthew Yusuf. Matthew runs ARIA Dental Education and they do implant and surgery courses. But of course, he's a general dentist with extensive knowledge in many different areas. So I hope you get a lot from this chat. And if you want to find out more from him, go to ariadentaled.com.au. Have you ever had a moment where you're worried about your endodontic access or you're worried about perforating or have you ever had a case where you have perforated? One of the big tips I've got to kind of manage that is, and it was taught to me by Professor Zimmet from Melbourne, and he taught me to always have a minimum of three holes in your rubber dam. And what that means is, right, I can see everything. So you always try and clamp the tooth behind, right? and always have access at least one tooth in front. And the benefit of having that is you can probe around to look at the angulation of the tooth. You can see your access. You can see the tooth, and it becomes really important if you've got crowns and things like that on teeth as well. You need to be able to probe the whole way around the tooth. You want to be able to know and remind yourself before you start drilling, mm. right? you gotta, you got to think, you know, before you drill, what angle am I drilling at, especially if you're doing like a pr- upper premolar, and you know perforations are high risk or you know you've got a calcified canal, like they're the most important cases where visibility, access, uh, the most important things and you really need to concentrate on being able to see and using three holes as a golden rule makes it easy not just for yourself but also for your staff where she's just always got your three holes punched on minimum and it's it's a simple process. Do you use the same for most of your restorative or do you do more than three for restorative? No, nah, for restorative, I usually do more than three depending on how many teeth I'm doing. But if I'm only doing one tooth, mm-hmm. I'll routinely do three holes because I'll always want to have access. If there's a MO or a DO, I'll like to have access on that side to make sure my rubber dam clamp doesn't get in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always try and have a minimum of three holes. That's just a – it's easy for my nurse to always have punched three holes and then if I need to ask her for more, she just adds them on. Yeah, that's a really good point that you have it preset up so it's standard. Even endo or restorative, it's at least three, usually or often more. Aesthetics is not just prepping teeth. If we want to be minimally invasive, we need to use aligners or some sort of orthodontics to put the teeth in the right place before we change their form. And of course, the pioneer of this is Invisalign. They've got the most experience, the most cases have gone through their platform and the most in-depth tools to use to get your patients from where they are to where they want to be. Once you're ready to provide aligners, Invisalign Go is the perfect entry point. It's the first step in becoming an Invisalign provider, allowing you to do relatively simple cases effectively and efficiently with their online tools. 
go to invisalign-doctor.com.au to start your aligner journey today. Um, with the, you're talking about probing, tell us a bit about, more about that and just for, particularly for those new grads thinking about understanding the CEJ and where their access needs to be. If you imagine a tooth in a three-dimensional picture, you've got to think where your pulp horns are will usually in these cases be down near your CEJ, like you said, right? So you've got to think the three-dimensional shape of the tooth is different at that point than it is higher up. So probing around the CEJ and below the CEJ tells you where your pulp horn is by imagining the center of where you're probing around. Mm. And so you create like an imaginary circle in your head so that when you're drilling, your angulation and everything goes to that. And you're also using your bite wing, right? So not your, not a PA, but a bite wing, because with the bite wing, you're able to see from a 90-degree you know, perspective exactly where your pulp horns are relative to enamel, dentine, decay, and anything else that's around. That's a really good point as well. The um, the bite wing allowing you to understand the angulation of the tooth itself, and sometimes you know might have that that tipped um, premolar or something. A very risky situation. Yeah, it's it's becomes even more risky when you've got a fully crowned tooth, and it might be in zirconia or something, which is really hard to cut into. And so you don't want to be drilling everywhere and anywhere. You want to be targeting where you're drilling, and that's what you see in the dentists do these days with their access holes getting so small. I don't think. You should be aiming for tiny, tiny access holes early on. I think you should be aiming for, you know, an access hole that's roughly the size of your pole horns, but never bigger, or the width mm. of your pole horns, but never bigger than that. You know, you see a lot of really big accesses as well, and we want to prevent that because you need to keep as much tooth structure as possible. That's the mm. most important thing in the longevity of a tooth is how much tooth structure we as a dentist leave behind that isn't unsupported or undermined. Yeah, absolutely. And it's such a critical part to the success of the tooth. I think that's a really good tip. Being able to visualize your access is is going to make your access smaller and less likely to have a problem. You know, when you talk about endo access, it's a pretty simple thing to look at, but it's really important as well. So getting it right and having a kind of a system in place to just have it in a routine structure really makes it easy to manage your root canals and your restorative cases day in and day out. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists. Implants. It's such a broad topic and something we really don't learn that much about at uni. So many of us are looking for a course that can teach us and allow us to safely place implants for our patients in our practice. Most courses are intensive theory courses, but they lack a practical component. But then there are the practical courses, often overseas, where all you're doing is practice. ARIA Dental Education provides an implant course that has both. It's a five-module master implant program where at the end you do a live placement with specialists observing. ARIA has just released their new course for 2021 in Melbourne and CPD Junkie has a discount code to get 5% off the program. I've had the pleasure of doing this course this year and I can't wait to place my first implant, of course, when restrictions lift. 
If you're interested in placing your first implant with ARIA Dental Education, go to cpdjunkie.com.au for 5% off.